everybody and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. Today we're going to be looking at the masterpiece of a classical movie, Meet Me in St. Louis, which stars Judy Garland, Margaret of Bryan, Mary Astor, Lucille Bremer, Tom Drake and Leon Ames, Marjorie Maine, June Lockhart and Joan Carroll. On this episode, we're going to be, as mentioned, we're going to be looking at Meet Me in St. Louis and we're going to be picking it apart and seeing what makes it so significant in this day and age, even when it was released, and even today, and why people still love it to this day. And also, we're going to assess it. Is it a good Christmas movie, or is it a bad Christmas movie? Well, not bad as in bad. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff about this movie. But is it? can we classify it as a true Christmas movie? We'll talk about that and much more. And today, we will have... On the show, yet again, we have the one and only Julian. How are you, Julian? Quite an introduction. I love that. <laughs> I'm very well. Pleasure to be here as always. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so let's begin. Okay, so what do you think of Meet Me in St. Louis? Um, so I went into this movie, which is good. I like going into every movie like this with really no expectations whatsoever because um, I don't know much about this movie. I'm not really aware of its cultural significance or like I didn't know anything about it. Um, so I didn't went into it pretty blind, which is good. Um, um, nothing, nothing too um, dramatic. I, I I liked it. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, I find with these older films, you really have to sort of um, warm up a bit because, like, when you watch a lot of sort of newer films, um, when you go back to older films like this, like from the forties and stuff, the pacing and the dialogue is very sort of different. So, I don't know, with me personally, I find them a bit hard to follow at the start, but then I sort of sort of get a bit adjusted more to that sort of older style of, um, you know, sort of dialogue and all that. Um, yeah, what, what did I like about it? What I really liked was, um, well, it's, it's interesting though, because I wasn't expecting this to be a musical, which it sort of is, but sort of isn't. I'm no, not sure is, whether the, it, it is classified no, as a musical. It is, it is. It is a musical. Because that's why has... I wasn't expecting it to be a musical, but then I remember at the start, it just broke into a, like a, a bit of a number, but it's, it's weird. I feel like this one's a bit, and I'm not sure maybe, I'm not really that knowledgeable about sort of the evolution of musicals and stuff, but I feel like this was probably... Because it doesn't feel like like they like the the numbers I guess you'd call them they don't really feel like numbers in it, I guess they're not as obvious as when you'd watch it in a more sort of recent musical film you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. I feel like in a way and I guess maybe it's to its credit like they, they, it feels more natural when they start going into the songs you know what I mean it doesn't feel like okay we're going into like a musical number yeah. now you know what I mean it sort yeah. of just feels like natural to the environment it's weird it makes it like feel like like not like a musical but then sort of yeah i don't know how to explain it but um no i thought i thought it was yeah. a i thought it was a wonderful musical yeah. i love the musical numbers yeah. in the movie um they go into the so the the movie goes into the musical numbers very seamlessly it doesn't feel like it's interrupted like okay it talks so the scene goes on and then suddenly there's a tune like no it it f- flows very very nicely i um, especially in the famous scene with um, what is it, Judy Garland yeah. and Margaret O'Brien, and they're on that window, and they're lamenting because the movie. If I haven't mentioned this, the movie is about uh, the Smith family and the father. Okay, so the family lives in St. Louis, city of St. Louis, Missouri, and they have the fair, the World's Fair, and everyone's looking forward to it. But then the father 
says, oh, well, I might have to move to New York to take this new job. So it's there's this overwhelming sort of uncertainty about this movie, which I think we'll get to get to that in a minute. But I, we're talking about the music, all right, the songs. So there's a scene with uh, Margaret O'Brien and Judy Garland, and there Judy Garland is encouraging Margaret O'Brien to have a good Christmas. So the song is "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," all right? Yeah, and Right, uh, it's it's very beautiful, very sort of, it's it's solemn, not solemn. It's it's very bitter, bittersweet, like melancholic, moment. very yeah, melancholic, yeah. bittersweet, and it feels the sense like the sense of doom. All right, that everything is going to end, but the important thing is that the important thing about this scene is that they're going to be together no matter what. All right, so. It was a wonderful, um, it was a wonderful, wonderfully thought out scene. So it doesn't, so the tune Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas doesn't interrupt itself into, it's not, doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. It's wonderful, you know, and yeah. And the tune itself, I, it's, I have never heard the original version, this version, which is the original one of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I, I've never heard that before. I've always heard different arrangements, especially there was this guitar arrangement by Hilden Wachowski, uh, where it's like, you know, it's a guitar arrangement where it's quiet and it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful to listen to. I highly recommend it. But listening to this one, it feels more uh, moving. Uh, and it's, you know, I did not expect that. I knew it was, I knew it was going to be sort of uh, calm and sort of soft and everything, but this moment just brought me to tears. I love that, and oh, it's and yeah, it's very yeah. relatable, you yeah. know. I so, I so relate to the plight of the family, yes, all right? Yeah. So, and the plight of the family because I had to move, you know, leave my hometown and yeah, then yeah, had yeah. to come here. So it's yeah. very relate- relatable, all right. And I feel that pain every time mm. someone, every time someone goes through that, whether mm. it's in reality or on TV. Yeah. And I see that and it's, you know, it moves me, all right? I always go back to, you know, when I moved here. Of course, nowadays I'm, you know, doing just fine, you know. I think um, you hit the nail on the head though about, I feel like this film does have sort of like a universal um, sort of appeal and a sort of relatable factor of being very, it's about family really. That's what the film's about. It's It's about family and home. Like I feel like those are the main themes and literally, I think literally anyone in the world like no matter what you like, anyone can relate to the idea of home, like yeah. what home is and what a family is. Like everyone can relate to that. So I think, I guess that's probably, I would guess probably one of the reasons why this film's so, yeah, sort of, you know, revered and yeah, it's respected. it's wonderful. The characters are all really likable. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I like the um, because uh, this is another thing I didn't expect about this. This movie was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. and I think it is technically classified as a comedy because I was looking at the description on like where I watched it. It was classified under like comedy or drama or something like that. And um, yeah, the f- I was surprised how hilarious the film was. Right. Um, yeah. Like, and it and it's a good kind of humor because it's like in these kind of films, like they didn't. How do I explain it? Like it, when you watch modern, more contemporary comedy th- things, it's yeah. like they they go out of their way 
to try and make it funny. You know what I mean? Like they shine a spotlight on, okay, this scene's supposed to be funny. Okay, you're supposed to laugh now. Whereas here, it's like, it's very subtle. Like sometimes like there's, I have a few moments where I would just sort of like almost miss the comedy because it would sort of just be, they would just sort of just casually like slip it in there. (laughs) And I just found it like that scene with the, um, oh, I loved the, uh, when she has the long distance phone call from oh. from the guy in New York, it's like, sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you. And then like, there's that bit where it's like they've like greeted each other, like, like, hello, how are you? Then it just goes quiet, and then she says, "What did you say?" And he's like, "I didn't say anything." Oh, <laughs> like that bit was like so funny, and I love that scene because that's that's actually so that still holds up that the comedy in that scene because you still have we still go through those sort of technical. We do do that with, actually. You know, um, like, you know, technology, like connecting through FaceTime or whatever. You still have yeah. those like awkward yeah. technical delays Same. or whatever. Um, but anyway, I think I went on a bit of a digression. I think you asked me about right. like characters. I think we're talking about characters and stuff. Um, That's right. Yeah. The, uh, I really liked the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 her, Judy Garland's, what was her name's character? Hmm. Judy Garland's character. I think it was, uh, uh, it's on my top tip of my tongue, Estelle or something. Esther, 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 Esther. That's it. Um, her little sisters were really funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like the, Esther, especially Rose. the youngest one. Yeah. My God, this is embarrassing. Like them making trouble and you know, like making jokes about oh, we're gonna kill people or whatever. Yes, <laughs> like, that was that, that whole. Um, I'm not sure. Was it Halloween that they were celebrating? Um, yes. Okay, what so mo- throughout yeah. the movie, yeah. throughout the movie. Okay, so it starts yeah. in uh, summer. Yeah. Some spring, summer, and then it goes into Halloween, the yeah. second act, and then by the third act, it's Christmas. Yeah. Right? So it goes throughout the whole year. So the year is set in 1903, all right? the year yeah. of the World's Fair. The World's Fair is yeah, coming yeah. up in 1904. Um, but yeah, that whole Halloween scene, I, for yes. some reason, I've just found hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the kids going around, like, yeah, throwing flour at people because I guess that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'd have to say my... Um, the musical number, I guess, that stood out to me, it was probably my favorite, uh, was the, um, I can't remember what it's called, the name of the song, but it was the one that she sung when she was on the streetcar. Um, yeah, the tram thing. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what it's probably. called, but um, the choreography with that, I feel like that was one of the few musical numbers in the film that actually felt more like a musical number. Like there was a lot of like sort of choreography and sort of movement and dancing, I guess. And there was like a lot of um, good use of like the setting yeah, I really liked that one. That was really yeah. The song is called the trolley song. The trolley song. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Really, it's it's called the trolley song. Yeah, it's just, the trolley song. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Actually, all a lot of the um, especially if we're going back to the music. It's I like I like I like the energy and right. It's sort of it's very sort of casual. It's very familial in a way. So it's you know I like so I like that. It's a you know I think yeah it's. Yeah, really good numbers. All right, so the music was created by. Let me just looking through my notes. All right, so the music, so the music, the score for the film was by Roger Eden, Edens actually. Edens, okay. Yeah, Roger Edens. All right, and it's yeah, and then this uh, various sort of have various composers. All right, who made the different tunes. All right, because they're just uh, from everywhere. All right, so yeah, but. Yeah, I yeah, like so. Yeah, another thing we're talking about vibrance. I say actually the movie even looks the part. It yeah, looks it very looks vibrant. Amazing, yeah. right? It looks yeah. amazing. I think you know, in technical. I like the tech. The te- it's, it, this is a very Technicolor film. Like you yeah, look at this film and you just think when you think of Technicolor, this is like what pops into your mind. Like what this yeah. film looks like, and you having Julie Garland in it just sort of tops it off. Yeah, because yeah, you always just picture her for some reason. I don't know why. She must have been in the first Technicolor film, wasn't she? Or like one of the. 
Oh, she was in well, Wizard of Oz. She was in the Wizard of Oz, which Wizard is known of Oz. for having that. Yeah. That one is a... That was a Technicolor film. Yeah. Well, for, well, but like one of the, the most famous ones. ones. Yeah, so... It's yeah, one, what it is, yeah, yeah, one of the big ones. Actually, yeah. I mean, she was a big actress, really. Like, oh, yeah, she's you know, huge. In her, in her days, you know, it's like... It's, yeah. Actually, speaking of Judy Garland, um, around two, three weeks ago, it was her 100th anniversary. I think it was her 100th anniversary. Okay. But she has passed away, hasn't she? Yeah, she yeah. has passed away. But, you know, if she was still alive today, yeah, it was... Hmm, I think it was June 13th or something like that, around that time. Yeah, June 13 was her 100th birthday. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, which is very, very cool. Actually, this is why I wanted to review Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, from yeah, the yeah start. perfect timing, yeah. Yeah, this is because um, I was listening to Peter Gers and Nick Prescott. They were talking about this on their show, oh, cool, Evenings yeah. with Peter Gers. Cool. And there I heard about the screening that was happening at the Capri Theatre and they were, had this special sort of screening this event actually it was more just screening there was music and there was you know everything um there was even a Q&A which sadly I couldn't go to oh, you know yeah. I just, I was unable to but yeah. yeah I said to myself I have, I wanted to look at Meet Me St. Louis you know it's one of those quintessential movies so and I did and I don't regret it you know I love everything about this movie what did you think of um sort of the uh the romance plot between Esther and uh her neighbor well, I can't remember what the name of the neighbor was. John, John something. Now, um, I thought there was a very, oh, I don't know. In a, in a lot of these kind of movies, I, I feel like it's always the same situation where it's just like it's always a bit underdeveloped. It's like they know each other for like a couple of days, and oh, they're getting married by the end of the movie, and you know. No, but there wasn't no, really good. Movie- I did like the um the scene with the the whole lights with like oh, can you come with me and turn off all the lights and stuff? Yes, and then how that gets paralleled. Um, later in the movie, yes, uh, no, I, liked, I liked that little touch. That was funny. Yes, it it was it was. I like that. I love the chemistry between Tom Drake and Judy Garland. Uh, okay, in this yeah. movie, his character, Tom Drake's character, is called John Turret, and and there's so yeah, the relationship between Esther and John, I I think is more natural because here's the thing: the movie is two hours long, but it goes mm. through a whole year, which I feel it gives it more. I think it gives itself more time to establish sort of the characters yeah, and their yeah. connections, and it's wonderful, you know. And I like that. And then it allows. I think I think the movie allows itself to test. I'm sorry. It it tests the relationship between John and Esther, all right? Because there was a scene where, um, there was a scene where Esther's sister, um, Tootie, all right, who's played okay, by yeah. Margaret O'Brien, she comes around with a cut lip. With a cut in her lip, and she accuses John of, you know, having tried to kill her, and then she just <laughs> runs, and then she just yeah. runs around, and then it just goes after him. But then it's that moment, right? It's that scene, you know, it's just when so she goes there, literally about to just rip him to shreds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just she goes there, you know, to give give him a piece of yeah. her, give him a piece of her mind, and um, Beat the crap out of him, yeah. but then then he makes his case, and then he actually argues that no, you know, he didn't do that like he tried to save Tootie's life yeah. you know because there was a prank that went wrong and then the police got involved oh, yes, yeah. yeah so yes it's and it's there I think that you know and I was at this point that her relationship Esther's relationship with John has sort of s- stood the test all right in a, in a way to you know long story short it I think it cemented itself all right mm-hmm. so it wasn't 
so it became more so yeah it, it was solidified which is great all right and i like these kinds of movies right you know it tests the movie tests itself all right you know it allows these relationship to be tested and you know that's what i like about it and that's what i like about romance it's real so yeah should we address the elephant in the room and that is is this a christmas movie or not <laughs> Hmm. we haven't gotten to that <laughs> yes is this a christmas movie yes um we did yes um is it, it a is? i think it's a holiday movie see here's the thing a christmas mm. movie i don't think it is because what like is what is it like 90 percent of this movie doesn't take place at christmas it's just at the end <laughs> so i don't think it constitutes as a as a christmas movie it's just a well little here's the thing, thing the Julian, end, yeah. i want you to yeah. think about this all okay. right so yeah. a movie that okay yeah. so the movie doesn't takes place only in the third act yeah. there's christmas but then then you wouldn't would we argue that it's also a halloween movie even though it took place like it only took up like a, a portion mm. of the movie you know no, can we say meet me st louis a halloween, halloween movie? movie no i definitely think that's a bit no. of a stretch yeah yeah it's like and here's the thing you know it's like so in that same logic you know can no. we argue that meet me st louis is a um a christmas movie and this is something i've been thinking about all night all right last night is it a yeah. christmas movie all right i would say this is a holiday movie holiday movie. yeah okay. and this is my i'm getting into how i would define it all okay. right yeah. my definition a christmas movie versus a holiday movie all right nowadays you know christmas and holiday are used interchangeably i disagree with that i think it's you know wrong really? but the point is that doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't make sense but the yeah. point between a christmas movie is a movie that espouses the christmas spirit or it's like you know right at least related to christmas yeah. in any sort of capacity you know um like um shall we say i don't know the santa claus like for example oh, yeah, right? for the, sure, tim, yeah, the santa claus movies one, by yeah. tim allen all right for example or i haven't seen this one but it's a wonderful life is that a christmas movie as well um I yes it's it also yeah, yeah it yeah. is classified as a christmas movie yeah, yeah it is a christmas movie and this is yeah. like meet me in st louis it yeah. also has christmas in yeah. just a few minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i would love to talk about it's a wonderful life so yeah. i love that movie yeah, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so with a Christmas movie means it addresses Christmas in some capacity, whether it's you know the whole thing or even in, in parts, you know, or in passing or anything. A holiday movie means it encompasses uh, different holidays, all right? Yeah. Multiple other holidays, like oh, say holidays, Christmas okay. and Halloween, or what was it, uh, Christmas and Easter, or something like that. Right. All right, holiday movie, okay. Or Thanksgiving and Halloween, you know, that like. But does it have to be a combination? What if it's just a focus on one of those holidays? What if it's just a Halloween? Oh, I guess then it would just be a Halloween yeah, a movie, Halloween or, movie or, or a Thanksgiving. So holidays when it's, okay. but what if it? Because that's interesting though. Because I guess. What I would interpret as a holiday movie is I almost have a different interpretation. Like, what just pops into my mind if you said holiday movie? You know what I would think of? I'd think of like National Lampoon. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would think of like, you know, yeah, like road trip or like vacation. Vacations. Like vacation movies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's sort of what I think of. Nah, yeah. yeah, you could you yeah. could apply holiday, all right? But then there's summer holiday. There's also the term vacation or holiday. And there's yeah. also holiday and like a that's feast true, season, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I would say holiday. Something like, hmm, let's go to a different movie. Um, what was it? Rise of the Guardians. That one has... Is that the one with the owls? No, no. I'm no that was Legend different. of the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> similar names, yeah, yeah, similar yeah. titles, but they're different yeah. movies. Way yeah. different, actually. Yeah. So Le Rise of the Guardians, that's Santa Claus, yeah. oh, okay, uh, I see, yeah. Jack Frost, and uh, I see, yeah. Easter Bunny with, uh, with an Aussie Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it's one of those movies that, you know, it sort of blends two or more holidays together. 
That's how I would see a holiday movie because, you know, it's a yes. holiday fest of a movie. Mm. Uh, so I would just say that what for me, what constitutes a Christmas movie is that I think that Christmas just has to be a significant part of the setting of the film. It doesn't necessarily have to necessarily be about Christmas. No, it doesn't. But have as to. long as it's it's like an ever present presence. Yeah. It has in, to in, make in its film. presence. Like so felt. for example, for me, um uh like honestly, like this is a very funny one, but as far as I'm concerned, like the original Die Hard is a Christmas movie. What? Because it, no! <laughs> it is because the whole that. film no. takes place at Christmas <laughs> and you know, again it's like it's it's a part of the setting. I don't know. Um, I'd have to rewatch it again. It's been a long time. It's one of my favorites, but it's been a while since I've watched it. I have to rewatch it. I'm pretty sure I would yeah. it. But um, I'm not even sure. Uh, what What are some other ones that? Um, well, oh, obviously, I think the Tim Burton, the Nightmare. What is it called? Nightmare Night- Before Christmas. That's obviously a Christmas movie. I need to see that movie. Title. I do need to see that one as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's What are some others? I can't think of the only ones I can think of. are just really obvious. Is Elf? Is Elf a Christmas movie? It yeah, is. It is, right. it, yeah, it it is, is yeah. obviously. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. So, yeah. Like Father Christmas is there, yeah. and the whole movie takes place on Christmas. All right, and the yeah. whole this whole you know Elf like so he's this you know Buddy the Elf with like Will Ferrell yeah. that he's like this. He yeah. comes from the North Pole into New York, and then he's like trying to make it make his place in New York with his father. He's trying to bring it back up to the nice list. <laughs> um, another, oh no, actually, another one I'm thinking of because I'm trying to think of more like because obviously there's really obvious ones where it's got you know Santa Claus or something in the title, but ones that are like more, um, less obvious. Maybe I'm pretty sure doesn't one of the Home Alone movies take place at Christmas? Uh, I'm yes. not sure if it, is yeah, it the original. The first, the first Home Alone movie takes place on Christmas. I would say that's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it is a Christmas. It is. Yeah, it is one sure. of the most yeah. popular Christmas movies. Yeah, Home Alone. I'd say that's a solid Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's a really fun Christmas movie. Yeah. I, I I really like it. I remember here's the thing. I used to not be into the Home Alone movies as a kid, yeah. but then I was like. 11 12 and then i yeah. saw the movie and it was like oh my god that is <laughs> that is cool stuff <laughs> oh my god there's angels with filthy souls it should be a movie in and of itself <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> keep um, your change you filthy animal <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but anyway um back to st louis i yeah, think meet me at st louis uh, but personally i think it's just definitely not a christmas movie i think there's just not enough Focus no, it is. It, you can. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I think it feels. It makes itself felt. All right. What makes me say it's not a Christmas movie? It's a holiday movie because the holiday uh, idea, the holiday feel, mm. is evident. It has to make itself felt. All right. It doesn't yeah. have to be throughout the whole thing, but it has to make itself felt at least in you know at least for a substantial part of the movie, even yeah. if it's like one act or just a couple okay. half yeah, an act. Enough, but the yeah. point is, it has to make itself felt. And this movie has two holidays in it so halloween and christmas so you know i say it's a holiday movie it can't be it's both a christmas and a halloween film exactly yeah but instead of saying a christmas and halloween film which i say it's a holiday film you know just for ease of you know so you don't have to be like you know oh it's a christmas and a halloween film Mm. this saves words and air if you will so in other words it's about laziness yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yes uh overall yeah meet me in st louis is a wonderful movie and we highly recommend it. Yeah. You should definitely see it. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. And if you have seen it, go see it again with your family, preferably while toasting marshmallows next to the fire. Yes, yes. Yeah. Although Only here, a comfort, a comfort movie. Yeah. Yeah. Even here in Australia, you know, uh, it's you know, might as well sit, 
Oh, you can make it work. Yeah. Yeah, you can make it work in Australia. But here, I mean, you know what's funny? We're recording this episode in July. Yeah. And here in Australia, all right, we celebrate Christmas in summer. And then here, here there's this thing called Christmas in July. And today is, oh, my God, at the time of recording, yeah. it's July 3rd. Yeah. So, yeah, it's technically we're doing a Christmas in July episode. It's not, it's not real Christmas. <laughs> it's not real Christmas. No, <laughs> as far as no it doesn't. No, it, nothing will replace Christmas. Just Nothing <laughs> will replace the December 25th. Nothing mm-hmm. will replace the birth nothing will replace the birth of christ so yeah it's a wonderful movie overall um yeah go see it yeah it's very very good yeah good movie okay yeah all right so that will do for us today on enjoy the movie um also before we go i feel like i wanted to say this um it has come to our attention that some of our listeners are unable to give a comment all right so this is uh, because some places, apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and other ones, don't have a comment section. Now, places like Apple Podcasts have a comment section, so which is great. If you want to leave a comment, do so if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, yeah, Spotify, especially Spotify, doesn't have this doesn't have a comment section, which is unfortunate. So, if you want to give us a comment or a review or something like that, yeah, we have a Facebook page enjoy the movie and we can be reached on messenger alternatively we also have an email enjoy the movie podcast at gmail.com the links for those are in the description and yeah hopefully hopefully this will change but for the foreseeable future um if you're listening on apple podcasts you know there's a comment section you can totally give us a review and we invite you and appreciate your feedback but otherwise if you don't have a comment section on your uh, preferred app um, it is we recommend that you send us an email or get in touch with us on uh, messenger yeah with that we conclude this episode of enjoying the movie and we will come back with more musicals all right more musicals on the next episode and yeah we'll see you next time all right bye okay, see you later bye <laughs> enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to get in touch with us then please leave a comment or go to the links in the description we're available on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts iHeartRadio, and more also don't forget to share the podcast with your peers and online thank you for listening enjoy the movie is hosted by tony Saad and Drew devito the music and logo were created by clara Saad. enjoy the movie is created by tony Saad. copyright tony Saad 2022